Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzzi. And today we are going to enter the medieval or renaissance era. No, it's probably renaissance era. Uh, court of royalty in the game Citadels. This is a classic game from 2000 designed by Bruno Faduti. Uh, many artists, but it was published by, uh, let's see, Fantasy Flight, I think, is the main one in the U.S. Is that the one you have? Is that yeah, the person you have? that's yeah. the one I have, too. Yeah, so most likely if you're in the U.S., that's the one you're going to have as well. Um, the uh, Z-Man's, Z-Man published one at some point, and, but who knows where it is. I have not actually seen a Z-Man version of that one. Uh, but, yes, yeah, Citadels is a classic game. If you've gamed at all, you've probably heard of this game or probably played it at some point. Um, I believe that this is one of the when i was getting really into gaming uh this is one of the first games that i played and i believe you intro intro this to me and that was just kind of a unique structure i thought it was really cool that got me even more excited to get back into modern gaming and uh so yeah let's talk about it what is this game does it hold up where is it now can you get it what is it and why is it <laughs> what we will answer is it? 80% of those box? questions. <laughs> does it come in a box? <laughs> what does it taste like? Can you eat it? <laughs> Should you eat it? We will answer some of those questions for you, but first let's talk about exactly how we play this game. All right, how to play. Uh, so in this game, it's, there's a lot of cards. Uh, there's basically essentially two separate decks. One deck, which... Uh, pertains to the roles that are played and the other deck, which are the district cards. Uh, everyone starts off with four district cards and the, um, and, uh, the, the uh, most beloved part, the coins, which are lovingly called the, uh, uh, butterscotch candies, essentially. That's yes, they look like they delicious butter. Well, depending on <laughs> butterscotch. game you have my game, they look like cardboard because they are, but <laughs> what? <laughs> And, oh yeah. man! I know. I <laughs> bought. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you about my version in a minute. But <laughs> I will need to know that story. All right. So uh, everyone starts with two coins, uh, and then it starts with deciding what roles you are. So the, those roles cards, depending on how many people are in the game, there's going to be either eight or nine depending, most most likely eight roles. Uh, those get shuffled up. Uh, one person is the king. It's usually the oldest player who will start, but that will switch as the game goes on. They will, and depending on how many people are in the game, uh, flip over a, a number. So for example, in a four-player game, I believe they flip over two and have one face down. And then of the remaining ones, they will decide uh, which role they want to take and then they will pass it on to the next person, and that next person will pick one of the roles to take, and they will pass it on. Uh, in two-player games, technically you're going to do a, a loop of two. I think in two- or three-player games you'll do a loop of two, so each person will actually take two roles. Uh, in a two-player game, you'll actually be discarding as you're drawing, so you'll just draw, discard, draw, discard type of a thing. But in the end, everyone will have a role, or possibly two in some player games. <laughs> uh, and then the king will announce whose turn it is, going in order from one to eight. All the cards are numbered. Uh, so he will say, one, it is your turn to go. If, if there is no one, he'll move on to two. But if there is a one, he will reveal that he is number one. And I'm saying number one because it technically you can interchange them. There's It comes with two types. Or if you have the new version, it has three different types that you can have at the beginning for number one. So he'll say, number one, they'll take their action. And on their action, uh, they can do a number of things. They can 
choose between one of two things. They can either take two more coins or they can draw two district cards and discard one to the bottom of the deck. Um, and then they can build something uh, from their district cards. The district cards cost coins to build. Uh, and so you will pay, if you have enough to pay for it, you will pay for it and build it and put it out in front of you. Uh, and you also have s your special character's power. So each character has their own special powers. Some of them have a multitude of things to do. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of loop back to what all the special powers is at the end. After they are done, then the king will continue on and going through uh, the entire number set from one to eight once everyone has their turn that ends that round all of those rolls are collected up and the process is re repeated uh again if the king has changed hands the king will start off with that always um and this will continue to go around until everyone has built depending on how long of a game you're playing in the original one i believe it's eight districts uh although they in suggest doing seven if you want a shorter game i believe the newer version just has you do seven it doesn't even recommend doing eight uh and once that happens then you will score points you score points based off of all those districts that you built however much it costs that is how many victory points although some of them have bonus victory points uh and then you will also score three extra points if you have a district of every single color there are five different colored districts if you were the first person to reach that uh, uh district goal of eight or seven if you're playing the short game you will get uh, four extra points and if you got to that goal but weren't the first one there you'll get two extra points and whoever's had most points at the end wins uh, and i said it come back to those rolls those rolls uh, they are interchangeable as i mentioned but the base ones that pretty much every version of the game has are the assassin the thief the magician king bishop merchant architect and warlord uh, and they essentially the assassin you have a choice of who you want to kill not the actual person but the role so you'd say i'm going to kill the king and if the king happens to be one of those roles chosen they don't get a turn uh, the thief is similar except for they still get a turn but you take all their money before they start their turn basically so once they reveal you get any money they have on them uh, the magician allows you to kind of get rid of districts in your hand either by swapping with another person or by just discarding everything you have and drawing back up to however many cards you had the king as mentioned earlier is the person who will always start every round so you basically get first pick of rolls um the bishop prevents any of your districts from being destroyed which is another role the merchant basically just gets a free coin every time the architect uh always gets to draw two districts and keep them so that's in addition to their initial action of either taking two coins or taking more districts uh, but they also have unlimited amount of builds normally you're only allowed to build one thing the architect can build up to three buildings and then the warlord can pay the amount it costs to build something to destroy something of someone else's that they want to unless it's the bishop as mentioned earlier um, there are four of those roles that have colors on them the king the bishop the merchant and the the warlord all have a special color attached to them and they will earn the player that uh is that role the amount of coins equal to however many of that color district they have already built um other than that that's pretty much everything other than if you're playing the new version they tweak some of the roles uh and they actually added a couple of other things in there if you want to just to make the game go a bit faster but other than that that's the that's the game did i miss something uh nope 
I did you mention about the points? The purchasing is the same. Purchasing of the uh, buildings is the same as the value at the end of the game. I believe I hinted at it at the very least. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> right. the, so however yeah. much it costs to build was is how much it is worth in victory points. Although there are a few buildings that will be worth more than that. I think yeah. There's, there's some caveats there. there, but but pretty much the cost. The more expensive the building, the more valuable it is to you at the end of the game. Uh, or to whoever owns it or is controlling it at the end of the game. Um, uh, so, yes, I believe that is all of it. <clears throat> so, yeah, the main structure of Citadel, is, uh, the biggest thing about it is the uh, the role choice in the game and how you're going to anticipate what other people are going to choose. I mean, of course, you can get the assassin to be sort of this uh, an early on powerful player, but the assassin doesn't get you a lot of money. The assassin is just about getting in the way of other people. And so... Um, you could do use the assassin or the thief, but they're not necessarily going to pay off, and they're also going to be high targets for uh, killing, <laughs> being killed. <laughs> so um, anyway, so the you're you're playing this sort of mind game or with the other players at the table of which role you're going to get to actually be able to do your turn and not be eliminated somehow, while also um, getting as much benefit as possible with that character on your turn. And so there's a lot of fun. That's the, I think that anyone would say that's the base of the game. The buildings themselves are kind of, kind of an afterthought. Some of them have abilities and powers that are helpful, but pretty much they're pretty just beautiful pictures. That's pretty much it. Um, You can get a lot of low cost ones, or you can try to get high cost ones um, to up your point value. And a lot of times the high cost ones are the ones with abilities, but um, there's not much interest there at least in the versions that i play and i have not played the most recent print of this game um but uh yeah i don't know i i feel like citadels definitely holds up and i think the most recent one that they printed up and did some bumping of the rules around makes that a more of a valid statement the original version though classic without the dark city expansion i feel is definitely showing its age a bit so what I would ask yeah. you is is what versions you have, because I only have the classic version without the Dark City expansion. Um, and uh, it, it's fun to play still. I still think it's a great intro game, but I definitely think it's it's if you've played a lot of games, it's not going to blow your mind. It's it's fun. It's fine. It's a filler game. I'd still play it, but it's also one that I'd be looking to jump into something else like soon after. Um, but anyway, what's your experience? What are your, what version are you playing with and player counts as well that you're getting into this with? Um, I have the Citadels with the dark, um, dark city expansion. Okay. Uh, basically. And, uh, I think when I originally started playing it, it was usually with a larger group. So something around like six or seven people usually because it was like a lunchtime game. And so, sure. It, it, it was easy to play, although it always went a little bit long every time. So we'd get, we'd always go well as far as we can get before lunch ends, and whoever has the most most points at at that point wins the game. Right. So it, <laughs> again, it always it always runs a little bit long, which is which is what they fixed in the newer version. Um, right. It, I haven't I haven't played it, but from what I hear, they they did a lot of tweaking to make things go faster things like i believe they changed it so that you don't always have the restriction of only building one building uh for most roles things like that uh the the making it so the goal is always seven and not eight although they did suggest the seven in the in the the book yeah 
but you know, uh, I I still really enjoy it. I mostly play now at two or three, just because it makes it go. It goes pretty quick at two and three. Yeah. Um, because you have two rolls, and so you already are building more than one district every turn. They it tends to probably at longest half an hour tops at uh, with a two player game. Uh, I I really enjoy the two player game because then you have a lot more options. You can kind of use the two roles that you pick to work together type of a thing. Uh, when I'm playing, I usually I I tend to pick the assassin or thief only because in turn order they go first. And there's a lot of times where I'm like, the way my plan works is if they happen to have taken the thief, then I at the very least will get to do whatever I can want to do with the assassin first. I can I can build that building I wanted to build. Or I don't have to worry right. about the magician stealing my hand from me. And so I tend I tend to gravitate around those only because my plans usually hinge on I need to do this or else everything else falls apart. So I just want to just jump ahead of the queue. And I don't really care so much about having enough money or having enough districts to build. I'm like, I'll figure that out later. Just as right. long as I get to do the thing I want to do now, I'm okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So what? So that is one of the other um, uh, words of caution I would say about citadels is that the old, the original version, and I think maybe Dark City less, but def- well, definitely, it sounds like it is. Is that higher player counts can make this game go a ridiculously long time. <laughs> so yeah. um, it. Uh, it's something to just be aware of. This is, I, I really think this is definitely a game worth checking out if you haven't played it. It is a classic for a reason. They did do a reprint 2016 for a reason. Um, most of the ones, most of the uh, versions you're going to find are, if you find not the 2016 one, is probably going to be the original with the Dark City expansion, which gives you a whole new set of characters instead of the base characters. And those are great. I mean, honestly, I think having those keeps the game replay value going. I really do want to try the new version. But anyway, back to what I was saying is there are horror stories of this game. And I, I we had it happen in our game group where this endless game of Citadels was occurring. And Citadels should play, like uh, the game even says, 20 to 60 minutes max. And it was just like a couple hours. And you could just tell people just wanted the game oh, to geez. end. And it was, uh, it's just one of those older games that has this potential within it to, to do that, where you're sort of all at a tete-a-tete because there's a little bit of take that here, a little bit of jockeying for position and going after the leader. And, and that can just lead to a never-ending cycle of, well, no one's going to win because everyone's going to jump on them. <laughs> and, and then you're locked in a Twilight Zone episode about board games that never end. Um, but anyway, that being said, outside of the uh, little twerk quirks of this game, I still think this game is pretty fun to play and a unique fun structure there are other games that have taken the structure that you can feel the influence in today that uh, are out there quite a few actually um but citadel still holds up for the most part and is kind of a fun game uh, to go back to so let's see what else could we say about this game um uh, i would agree with you that the two-player version is is pretty good i think that's probably that's the way i play it kind of the most lately and it's it's kind of a nice uh, it's a it's a nice structure where you you do get uh, the experience of citadels and it doesn't it, it's a different game than having three or more but it, it is pretty, still pretty satisfying to play within the two player structure so that being said if you're looking for a game um, that's unique it still plays very well at at two uh, let's see what else can we say about this game um, 
trying to think of any ups or downs that have you had any like horror experiences <laughs> or great experiences? I with wouldn't say I've had any horror experiences. I've definitely <laughs> had games that that go on a bit long, and people are just like, "Oh, when's this gonna end?" Right. There are definitely times where I'm thinking of games to bring, and I'm like, "Ooh, do I want to bring it?" Is it? Is, I'm al- always just thinking of who I'm playing with, and if, if right. who I'm playing with is going to be a group of people that are going to take long times for decisions, or they're not really sure. You know, those people when they look at something like, "Gosh, I don't know which one to pick." Like, I am not going to bring this game out because that it's just going to slow it down even more. If if I'm playing with people who know exactly what they're doing when they go look and go, oh, okay, I'm picking this and I'm just going to scan these so I know, you know, what things might be taken type of a thing. And and then I'm fine with it. But the with the, the group I tend to play with, decisions tend to take a little bit longer because mm-hmm. they're no one's ever really sure about, mm, I don't know what the best thing is, so I'm just going to sit here for five minutes and not make a decision for a while and then right. randomly pick at the end anyway. And that uh, just it, it gets me. So I, it doesn't <laughs> right. come out as often as I'd like it to, uh, but if I was playing with a group that I knew quite well and was was used to gaming on a regular basis, I think I'd probably bring it out a bit more. Yeah, I, that's a good point too because it's kind of an awareness of what the cards do. You just sort of have to learn um, what they do to really make intelligent decisions here. Once you do, this game goes really quick. And the other thing I like, I, I totally agree with that, is if you play with people who have played before, this is a fast, pretty light feeling game and you shouldn't be taking it too seriously it's just like i'm all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna risk it and i'm gonna go for the architect this time oh please don't be killed and 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 most likely he will but um but uh that's the fun of the game is is you know uh kind of the odds of what people are going to try to do and then but then it's like risking that one person that you need right now whether it's the merchant or the king or the architect or whoever um the higher risk characters are, are just sort of fun and exciting to do but there's no real like super strategy you can do because it is dynamic within the game there's always going to be at least one character removed from that round uh for that game and then um and then depending on player count there's going to be several others but um but anyway so i yeah that analysis paralysis that being said however the flip side of that is i was thinking about this today and i think um for new gamers i think citadel still holds up as a very cool structure to introduce to a new gamer um because it's very unique the interplay of those decisions on which character to choose is is fun to experiment with as a new gamer and it's unlike any other quote-unquote classic game that any you've ever played it's just it's it's unique, simple, and straightforward. There is a learning curve to it, but I remember I still remember that when we played this for the first time. I think that was the trip to Bend we all went to. Yeah, um, yeah. And and uh, I still remember playing that and being like, "Oh, this is really interesting," and being really kind of fascinated with the structure of Citadels um, and how it played. So I still think this is a good intro game, despite it having a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah, and I, I'd agree with that. When I when I first got the game, I'm like, this has a lot of interesting things to do. It's a, a pretty different from your usual game. Although now that I've been playing long enough, I would probably name a few others that that do similar things, but in uh, in more interesting or zanier way. Um, right. Although the one the one thing about the game that can hurt uh, from time to time is as as you mentioned you will get eliminated because you get assassinated or stolen from. And if you get hit 
a number of times in a row, like one round you're dead, the next round you get stolen from, and the next round you die right. again. That yeah. can just be utterly frustrating. It's it's almost like you're not playing at all. And so that that's like the biggest zonk I think I've ever had playing right. the game is where it's just like I'm dead, I'm dead, and I got stolen from. This this is horrible. This right. is not this is not working. I'm not gonna win. I'm just kind of hanging around now. Uh, but. <laughs> I mean, it rarely happens, and if you, chances are you're probably playing with someone that's really mean if that's going on over and over again. But uh, <laughs> right. hopefully you're not that unlucky. <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, I uh, believe yeah, you it's, play it's, this it's, game yeah. enough, though, that will happen to you to a degree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, that is a good point. There is a, The take that in here is there, and there can be some turns where you do have that. Even once, it's just like, oh, I didn't get to play this turn, basically. Like, I, I the merchant, uh, or not the merchant, the thief uh, uh, stole my gold, so all my plans are kind of gone. I, I just can kind of get gold now or maybe draw some more cards, and that's pretty much it. So it feels like less of a turn. The assassin's more brutal than that when he's murdered. Well, that then you're just out for the round, and it feels like, well, that was, a, that was exciting. <laughs> um but uh, like you said, that's part of the challenge of this game. But it does—it is defeating to feel that you can definitely get back into the game um, because odds are that that's going to be picked is probably going to go work its way around the table of that happening. Um, but uh, yeah, for sure, a big part of uh, playing this game is having that happen to you a couple times <laughs> in some yeah. way or the other. <laughs> um, okay, well, and. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, that's, I think that's a pretty good explanation of this game and thoughts of it. I think just as overall summation, it still holds up. I think the better versions, though, the classic version that I have is showing its age quite a bit. It's still a good game yeah. for newer gamers. However, if you are a, a gamer, I would look at either getting the one with the Dark City expansion or more likely just getting the more recent version, which they did engineer out some things that were complaints about the previous game. Uh, Alex mentioned a few of those. But also, it's got a whole art redesign, and uh, it looks really cool. I've heard good things, and it's really cheap to pick up right now. I think it's just like 20 bucks on Amazon. I've seen it around local game stores, of course, as well. Um, so you can easily get your hands on it, and it uh, it is it is a good structure. It's a very unique structure. or Not unique, not, not I'm sure anymore, but when it came out, <laughs> it was a very unique structure. <laughs> and, uh, and still uh, a fun game to play that... Uh, uh, I think it's definitely worth playing today till still. So, all right. So what if you're going to take this game out? You've decided to pull the trigger. You have whatever version you have. Uh, what are you, do you have to anticipate? Uh, oh, Z-Man. That's why, that's the most recent one. The, that's why Z-Man's listed as a uh, distributor is, or a publisher is that it's the most recent one is under Z-Man. So anyway, side note, distractive point, but back to what we were talking about. Let's say you bought one of these versions and you are going to take it out. You're going to break this out with some friends. Um, how are that, how is that going to fare on the table all right so that is one of the good things about this game is that there is a fairly small table footprint um citadels has just a few like alex said there's a couple stacks uh you're gonna have your deck of buildings and then you're gonna have your uh each can have your well let's see your deck of buildings is gonna be out right out there or the deck of buildings and then the uh buildings that are available for selection are going to be out and then that's kind of in the middle of the table and then a pile of gold pieces whether you have the great butterscotch looking ones or the not so great cardboard ones that i have um and then in front of you you're going to have whatever character that you are that round in um 
uh, face down in front of you, you're also going to have your growing tableau of buildings that are being built, and then your little collection of gold pieces as well. The two-player version is a little different, but that's it's basically the same for every player count. Um, you'll have a little bit more of a different setup with two-player, but it's, it's basically the same. You'll just have a couple more cards. Um, but that being said, that's a fairly straightforward uh, setup and footprint on the table that can be kind of maneuvered and placed wherever it needs to be as long as everyone can see the marketplace and then you uh, can all should also be able to see other players buildings because that'll come into play when you're guessing what they choose if someone has a ton of red buildings they're probably going to choose the warlord at some point because that's a big payoff if they have same with the merchant for green or the bishop for purple or no blue Blue. Anyway, a few of the color and the king for gold. So um, a few of the colors are are designated to certain characters that get bonus gold if they draw that character, if their buildings match that color of the character. So just something you'll need to see. Um, but like I said, you can arrange that in any order you want to really make it fit around a lot of things. So I'd say Citadels does quite a good job of being a takeout game. Uh, what's your experience? Yeah. You guys, I'm sure, have taken this game out. Yeah, it it it's. Um, I would say it starts out taking up very little table space as you play and are starting to get to your sixth, seventh, and in final eighth district, it can start to hog the table a bit, but right. you can usually just kind of kind of scrunch them up. Most of the cards you can kind of overlap in certain ways because you don't, you really only need to see how much it costs and um, the color of it and technically the name because you aren't allowed to build two of the same district and there's very few that have actual text that you need to be able to read so if it and if so it's like one or two cards that you're probably going to be building out like that so it 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 does not take up that much space and a lot of things can just kind of be piled up onto each other so it 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 works really well for taking out yeah yeah, so big plus there. Uh, table talk, vibe of the game. I think, it, once again, it lends itself to that. It's light enough where, unless you like have a people that are really mulling over the decision, there's going to be enough uh, communication over this table where you're not going to be sort of in the cards or in your head too much. You're going to be able to be talking, communicating. Also, part of the fun of this game is the slow reveal of each character. Whoever's the king kind of runs the game then says, all right, number one, the, the assassin, you may take your turn. And then the assassin reveals, if there's anyone who's the assassin, they reveal themselves and then take their turn. And then if they do assassinate someone that person can't say oh i have the bishop well i'm out no they've got to wait <laughs> until that's ticked down <laughs> ticked down to their number to declare if they were uh, subject to the effects of some previous card and so it's a fun countdown system especially if you are one of those later cards and you're just sweating the fact that one of the earlier cards is going to do something to you and you get away with it and you're like ah yes success um so there's a fun tension there that is that sort of leads to some uh, a little bit of table talk over the, uh, that encourages it, and also the lightness of the game helps to encourage that even more. So I'd say it's pretty good, pretty good for table talk and vibe, for taken yeah. taken out. Um, let's see. Um, other than that, I think that's that covers it. I, I for, as a takeout game, the, uh, Citadels is really great. The only thing that can be a frustration is like any game with little tokens or chits. That's a, that's a possibility of knocking those gold pieces around. And of course it's in cards. And so you got to be wary of if someone spills, they uh, can soak up the liquids, but of course that's a problem with any game. So it's sort of a minor uh, complaint here, but other than that works really well for taking out. Okay. Um, now let's get into, would your mom like this game? 
I am going to say not in a million years. <laughs> I There's certain things about this I think your mom would be interested in, but I just feel like the uh, game as a whole, there's there's just too, I don't know. I'm just going to say no. I can't even put my finger on it. I just don't think she'd be into this. <laughs> yeah, there. I think you nailed it right there. There. I don't even think she'd be wanting to watch this game. I think she would just get <laughs> irritated with the whole thing. She'd be like, wait, hold on. Hold, wait. Here, I don't. No, I'm, I, she wouldn't be able to follow it. She would not, definitely not want to play. There's way too many decisions. There's too many points where it's just like, oh, wait, I have to wait to, for this to happen. There is table talk, but most of the time she's going, I don't really know what to do. And there's not enough, I, I want to say there's not enough motion for her. There's a lot of waiting around and te- that she does enjoy tension, but not, I think there's too much tension for her uh, right, for to right. actually enjoy it being played. So no, definitely not. Fair enough. All right. Yep. So we're back on the no thank you, Alex's mom or game wagon here with this one. But that's okay. We've got, I'm sure, some better ones coming down the pike that she will enjoy. But for sure, this one falls flat. Um, who is this not? Who is this for or not for? I think you kind of put it on the head there, uh, hit it on the head there with the tension. There's a certain amount of tension here. There, we talked a little bit about that. There's a certain amount of take that in this. So it's not too bad, but it exists. And kind of like we were saying before, it can feel really frustrating the turn that you get assassinated or robbed. It's like, oh, well, that ruins my whole turn. Luckily, the game is fast enough where it's going to come around and then you're going to have another turn again really quickly and you can play it more safe with character selection uh, or, you know, whatever your strategy is. So I feel like it's not that bad. There's definitely other games that I, I feel is more prevalent to take that. But if you're really resistant to take that, just know that this has it. And... It's going to come up. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a big element of it is trying to figure out what other players are doing and getting their yeah. way a bit. <laughs> um, let's see. So uh, but if you do like that or you like it a little bit, then this, uh, this is great. Uh, this is a fun one to experiment with that and play with that without feeling like it's constantly overwhelmingly take that or so take that that you just feel lost in it. Uh, let's see. Can you think of anything else pros and con- or cons uh, that would be a big seller point or a uh, a warning, <laughs> an issue to stay away. Uh, issues to stay away. Again, it's just the if you're if you're worried about things taking a long time, maybe stay away. If you're looking for something that's nice, short, and sweet, this is definitely not that type of game. It's it's a thinker. It's gonna take a while. It, it, it definitely have a drink with this game. Is is what I, basically what I'm saying. And if and if if you don't want to have to wait too long for anything, get something else. But Definitely, sure. at the very least, try the game once. Um, yeah. It, it has some interesting things. It's a classic, basically. Yeah, I think that's really well put. For Definitely worth a try. Um, I, I would say if you ha- don't own the game already and you're looking for the game, I would get at least the Dark City expansion one that's included but but or the new one, and that is going to be the best option you have for trying Citadels today. Uh, but I but I would totally agree that this still is worth a try and worth a play if it if um, yeah it's a classic for a reason and it's still it's still got some inter- things uh, interesting structures to experiment with so definitely a try. Um, all right, what else can we say about this game? Citadels. You elude me. You can say me. nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've said it all. <laughs> I feel like we've said it all. So. Oh man, I was just gonna add something too. I had something I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna include, and now I just totally forgot it. That's why you should write things down in note form. 
<laughs> oh, I should write it as I think about it as we're talking because I you totally should. Lost you should it. have a, you should have a pad of paper and a pencil with you at all times. You mean you don't already have one to note times where you should edit things out? You don't <laughs> you don't do that? No, that's why I, I just listened to the whole thing and I edited it on the fly. <laughs> well, that was terrible. It'd be a lot easier and more accurate if you if you took notes as we as we were going along. More accurate, perhaps. Easier, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Never mind. It's, I, I've, I've lost it. It's uh, I had some point, and now I can't. I really can't remember what I was going to say. So anyway, we will leave it there with Citadels. I think that's a good stopping point for sure. Check it out. Don't necessarily need to buy it. Uh, but if you do, choose the versions that we suggested and uh, take a look at this game. It does lend itself very well to taking out, and I think it is a good takeout game. Every time I've played it, actually, has been taking out, and I think it's always been a fun experience. It's a cool experience to play with people to first for the first time because it is a unique structure for non-gamers. They're going to think it's very uh, different than anything they've ever experienced and probably get into it. Whether or not it's their favorite game forever, who knows? Probably not, but it's a cool uh, kind of light uh, bulb going off in above their heads at moment when people play this and they're like, oh wow, that was really interesting. All right, yeah, I can, let's do another round. So um, still holds up in that way. Other than that, I think we've done it. We've done citadels, and there's nothing yeah. else we can say. Even though I'm trying to find something else to say. <laughs> so hey, Chuck, if if people want to get a hold of us, how could they do so? How could they? Oh my God, they're good. Let's finally let's get onto that. How could they do that? There's many ways. <laughs> Two of the best ways are Twitter or Instagram. You can get a hold of us at chitsnchat. Uh, I almost said .com because <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> chitsnchat chits chat at Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and go down to the Chits and, chat pa- Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there and get a hold of us that way. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. We are going to keep plugging away on to the next game. But before we do, of course... I have a slogan or a, uh, I always want to say slogan for some reason, like I'm selling gum or something. <laughs> you are selling gum. I should be. Chicle. All right. Here is my, fr- uh, my, my slogan. I'm just going to stick with slogan. Here's my slogan. Um, this is just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too crazy about this one, but here it is. Game night where acquaintances become your friends and rivals. I know that's not a I'm great sorry. one. I had to, I was not happy with this one, but I I did it. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna say it's, it's, more of a it's better of than like the last three. The what? last three have seemed a bit too haikuish. I feel this is <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm underselling it. This one I definitely seems like a si- slogan. I'll give that. It definitely seems like a slogan, not a catchphrase or anything like that. Well, I, mean, I think I'm underselling it that I should have let it sit and stand on its own before sabotaging it with my own self-consciousness. Uh, all right. All right. Better than I thought. Game night where acquaintances become your friends and rivals. All right. It's grown on me, too. I'm liking it better and better. You're your own worst critic, they say. All right, everybody. Well, take that with you and mull it over this evening as you fall asleep. And thank you again for listening. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.